Welcome to Make Dance Fun, the podcast from Confetti on the Dance Floor that's all about adding fun, festiveness, and a little fancy to your dance studio. In each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and tools that have helped us run a successful business for almost three decades. I'm Becca Moore. And I'm Danny Rosenberg. Together, we own Rhythm Dance Center, where we are known for our fun and energetic atmosphere. In addition, we created Confetti on the Dance Floor to inspire dance teachers and studio owners through our fun products, creative ideas, engaging blog posts, and now this podcast. So let's get started and make dance fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 22 of the Make Dance Fun podcast. We are back today with part four of our recital fun series because there's just so much to share. So we'd already done three and then we decided that we wanted to do um, one more just to kind of add on to where we where we are now. So before we get started with more recital fun, we wanted to share another great review. This one is from Macon, Georgia and is titled Learning How to Spread More Confetti. She says, these podcasts have been so great to help add more creativity and fun to our studio. We already use so many of the camps and twirl, but this helps us add more creativity and fun to our social media and business side of the dance studio. Every studio needs to listen. Thank you so much for the great review. And don't forget to DM us or email us at funbegins at confettionthedancefloor.com. And we will send you a $25 coupon code for our confetti shop. Yes. So like many of you, we have been in complete crazy mode right now. I mean, the last few weeks have really been, I would say, close to insanity. Um, Between dress rehearsals and getting ready for the show, uh, we've been creating our fall schedule so that we can, you know, get registration going. It's just been nonstop around here. We've been super, super crazy. But we are nearing the finish line and we are so excited to get there. It's like a dream. Yeah, I think I think one big thing for us is just with obviously like all of you dealing with all the COVID restrictions and we've really kind of had to change how we've we've had we always call it like a formula. We, we've had a formula that we've used for our show and honestly this time of year it just everything always usually just falls into place because yeah. we're so used to doing it all the same way and as you know that's not the case this year. So we've, you know, just continued to reinvent and, and figure out how we're going to make things work. And so just like, just like all of you guys have, it's, it's, it's been a challenge all the way around, but today we're going to share a few of the recital related things that we've done differently this year to accommodate for COVID restrictions that we actually might keep around in the future, because there really are a few things that we're like, huh, scratching our heads thinking this is this actually worked out really well. We never would have thought to do it before. Yeah. And I mean, some of those things have been like kind of like, I don't want to say forced. That's like the wrong word to use, but they've been required of us because of the way things have worked out. Like one thing, for example, and this isn't honestly like on our list, but like I do like all the graphic design and everything for all of our our program and our posters. And I know we did those big panels and some of you guys have seen those. Um, but like, I'm usually, well, it's probably usually, it's usually done by now because we're usually at dress rehearsal now. (laughs) But like, I got that done so early this year that it felt really, 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 really weird. But I had to get it done early because based on the timeline of everything, we were doing dress rehearsal in the studio, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But like all of that stuff had to be done way ahead of time. So that kind of took me out of what I would normally be doing to do that. But now like I've been finished with it for two weeks, almost two weeks. And so it's felt really, really weird. So I don't know if that's going to happen next year, because I'm hopeful that we're going to be back to kind of our normal 
deal. We can hope for the best, though. Yes. Maybe we can it make all the nice, things happen. Yeah, it was really nice that um, that I was done with all that early. Anyway, okay, so the first thing I think that we will probably keep for next season that we did for this season was bundling our cost and doing pre-orders. So this year, instead of selling everything individually, like t-shirts and videos, we ended up bundling everything together and requiring all of our students to buy, buy everything. And this allowed us to make a larger profit on it, but in turn, it helped us afford the venue that we're in. And ultimately we were able to cut, to cut cost for our clients by putting it all together and requiring everybody to buy it, we were able to charge less for each item. And I think it just, it was a win-win because really I think our customers were overall happy with that. And then we and were able to afford because we're doing our show in a, um, in a hotel, hotel ballroom yeah. and it is so expensive. Like we are spending so much money to make everything happen this year you know, obviously, because we're having to build up a stage and bring in our own lighting and do all this extra stuff that we normally wouldn't have to do in a theater. So this this really, really helped us um, make all of that work. So and I, I do I do think I will say, you know, it, it was new and it was different. It's a change from what we've been doing. So we anticipated a little bit of pushback. But overall, in the grand scheme of the number of families that we have, it the the questions and pushback were so minor. And after we explained it to them, it made perfect sense. And then by the end, everybody was thanking us and telling us how great. Yeah. It just just made it more convenient for everybody. So what we did is we called it, we bundled it. We called it a fundle because that's a cute fun name. Um, And what it included was two tickets, a download of the show, uh, their recital fee, which is normally a separate cost, a t-shirt, a face mask, a lanyard, um, the year end show goodie bag and our luggage tag. And it just, it did, it just, it worked out really well. We charged $120 for our fundle. And I mean, I think the value was well over $200. The value was over 200, but I think that like, you know, that price worked for us because of how we do things. Like, I'm not saying that that's what, if you wanted to do that, I, you need to figure out your own costs and all that, but that worked for us. And, um, it, you know, I like I said, overall, I think everybody was really happy because they just didn't have to worry about all of those things. We also did like a Google form for our T-shirt selection because we had a few different T-shirts to choose from. And I think we had 98% of our 900 plus families filled that form out on time. We so were we did so send, excited about that. We sent reminders like three times a day, but they did it in but a week's time. It. They did it. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to get people to do that, but it's like... I. They they obviously weren't getting it for free, but I think that they felt like they kind of were, even though they weren't because they paid for it. But, you know, like, wow, I have to give you my size for my free T-shirt. Yeah, and, like, so, okay. <laughs> and then um, it was kind of that same feeling, I think, because we we charged them for two tickets in the fundle. But then they got a coupon from because we used dance recital ticketing to do our Uh, to manage all of our ticketing. And so they had a coupon to use when they wanted to purchase their additional tickets. And so I think that they felt like that was a nice thing because they were entering a code for two free tickets, but they weren't really too, they weren't free because they obviously paid for them. But that, that did offset that. And it also guaranteed that all families would get those two tickets because in the past, We've had families that have missed out on tickets altogether because they just don't read the info. Yeah. I will say, I will say there there were a handful, but again, in the grand scheme of all of our families, not very many. There were a handful that I had to go in and save seats for them because they had not 
gone in and used their coupon yet. But again, in the grand scheme, so much easier and so much more convenient all the way around for us and for them. Yeah. I I, I said that I felt like we almost over-communicated this <laughs> year, but I think all of you guys probably do that too. I mean, you know, we we have announced, we announced everything as early as possible. We've sent emails, we've done social media posts. We we did how many Zoom meetings did we do for we did it? three. We did three Zoom meetings. There were close to 150 people in each one. Honestly, that's not on the list, but I think that that's something we will continue to do. Because uh, for, for Zoom sure. meetings, for the, the informational meetings and doing it on Zoom, more people came. It's more convenient. We don't have to have the space in the studio. To, I mean, usually we invite parents into the studio to, for these meetings and they're just sitting on the floor in right. Studio A or whatever. But that's something else that I think that we might do. But overall... Overall, our families at Rhythm, I think they're really, really awesome. And I think that for the most part, everybody does read what they need to read. But I do think that our communication worked really well this year. And so I think that we're going to continue our fundle and moving forward just because it really adds convenience for everyone. It worked out great. Yes. Um, so something else that that we are probably going to keep around is our dress rehearsal at the studio. Not completely. We will still, once we get back into the theater, we'll want to do that as well. But you've heard us talk about in the past that we um, we do a tech week. And that's usually about three weeks before show week. And we do it in the studio. And it's pretty casual and low key, but it's really just for our staff and for Becca and I to make any notes that we need for lighting, um, lighting cues, backdrops, and that kind of thing. And for us to just get our eyes on every single piece, every single dance. But because we couldn't be in our venue this year for our dress rehearsal due to COVID restrictions, the cost, the availability. We decided to do full dress rehearsal in the studio. And it was really, really awesome. It was kind of combining the two of tech because we were still doing our lighting cues. But because it was still a few weeks before showtime, we brought in a backdrop to give them a little bit of the vibe of a of the real show. Um, we brought in lighting, basic lighting. We brought in pipe and drapes so it felt like they had wings. It forced us to get all of our props and sets completed, which typically for tech week, we're still working on that kind of stuff. We're still tweaking things. We don't know what the finished product is yeah, going to look like. At tech, at tech week, we we have a few. We usually have a few a few things done. We definitely like it's definitely like we're hoping for the best. Right. I feel like, and, but again, at tech week, nobody's seeing anything except Becca and I, and our right. teachers are yeah. are honestly just finishing their dances. Well, yeah, but this year with us knowing that the parents were coming in, we we're like we have to have everything done. right, and we and we did. We had every single prop completed. Like it, they're ready to look, they were ready to load in the truck last week to go to the theater. Everything was done. It kind of forced that word again, that word is, is strong, but it kind of forced all of our faculty to get their pieces, the choreography done sooner and feel confident that the kids are going to look their best because the parents were coming in and because the lobby has been closed. This is the first time anybody's been in our studio. Yes. So it, it was kind of a really big deal to bring, to bring parents in. And we just let one or two come in. It wasn't, you know, overly crowded, but it really did push us to get more done than we've ever had done before three weeks prior to the show. Yeah, it was nice for us to have that interaction with the parents and that atmosphere as well, I think. And also for the parents just to, they were able to like sit right in front of their dancer and record their dancer and see them up close and personal. You know, I think that that was, it was, it was just like, it was really cool. And overall, I feel like everybody looked great. The parents were all really happy. Um, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Awesome. So I we I think we're going to consider kind of keeping that around and combining dress rehearsal. I mean, like I said, we will still get hopefully we'll be back in the theater next year and we will still do dress rehearsal as we would there. We may be able to condense the times because we've already done this yes. portion in the studio. Mm-hmm. But um, some of the other benefits to us, you know, doing this and maybe keeping it around. 
since the kids were coming in costume, parents were coming, like Becca said, we took group group photos. We may consider doing that again, too, doing the group photos in the studio versus um, at the theater. It forced, forced us to get everything done, like I talked about before. Um, we It forced, the, like I said, the teachers to get their choreography done. We had fun photo ops for everybody set up in different areas of the studio, um, which was really awesome because they all started posting, you know, on social media and tagging us. So that mm. was great for show you know, advertising. Yeah, because I know that obviously we're going to get a big, we'll get a big boost of that during show week. Obviously, that's uh, a natural social post time. But this way, it it's like two weeks, weeks prior right. to show time. We had like a burst of social media post. All the so kids. building that energy, you know. Yeah, all the weeks. kids got their t-shirts. Oh, you, yep. You're about to yeah. say that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, in the past, we've, you know, ordered a bunch of t-shirts. A lot of you may already be doing this, but pre-ordering shirts has never been a thing that we've done. But because we did the fundle, we pre-ordered. They were organized and set up. As soon as they left, you know, their dress rehearsal, they took their photo. They did their own photo ops. And then they got their t-shirt and their and their mask, which because we need them this year. Um but they had all of that. They have it two weeks prior to the show. They already have it. So yeah, they're so, already advertising. They're yeah. running around in T-shirts now, which is like, awesome. I've seen like um, it's last day of school week right now where we are. And I've seen a lot of the kids were wearing their frozen shirts for their last day like, that's cool. of school. Yeah. So I feel like by doing it earlier, we are getting a lot more the, buzz about yeah. the studio and which the is, show. Which is great right now because we're about to launch registration, which <laughs> yeah. typically we would have done in April. But, yes. you know, COVID year. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so yeah, I just I think overall just the the dress rehearsal in the studio combining it with our tech week I think is something we'll keep around because it really was beneficial in so many ways. Okay, the next thing I think that we will do is um we this year as you guys have heard us talk about because we have a, a, a story driven show, we obviously have characters that are a big part of that and we always use our characters in a lot of our numbers, mostly in our preschool numbers. Uh, just to kind of enhance their overall experience. And then we have the characters also, and even a few of our like third, fourth and fifth grade numbers. We don't have any any teen numbers, mostly like our elementary numbers, but they all play a big part in the preschool thing. So like one formula that we have always done, we've always done this for forever is like whatever our show is, our big production number opens that show. And then the very next number that comes out is our little tiniest preschool dancers kind of mimicking whatever that like main character is. So like this year we have little Elsa. It's called Elsa's fancy is Elsa's, Elsa's fancy, fancy ice capades. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so like the year we did Willy Wonka, we had many Wonkas the year we did um, like, well, last year we didn't really get to do what we did, but we were going to have like little um, princess Aurora's yeah. coming out. And we also had a group of little Maleficent's anyway. That's something that we always do. And so the characters are always a big part of that. And usually I am struggling by keeping them organized and texting all of them to make sure they know when to be where and where they need and to be we, and honestly, what they're wearing. And I think what usually happens is during tech week, that's kind of where we'd like. And, and most of the time, the characters, one of the reasons we pick certain characters is because they're really good at improv on the spot. Because we don't usually have time to teach them exactly what we want them to right. do. So we need a, a, an advanced dancer that's going to be able to, like, if we want them to go across the stage and dance like a princess and interact with the five-year-old. And- they're going to be able to do that without us giving them a lot of direction. So I feel like usually during tech week, we're just like, okay, here, we want you to do this. And then a lot of times at dress rehearsal, we'll see something happen. We'll be like, oh, actually, can you do this here? Or this prop really needs to be moved here. 
Well, this year, because dress rehearsal was happening in the studio and they all had to know what they were doing, we ended up having Emily, who is our summer camp director, who you heard an episode. If you listen to that, if you haven't, you should check it out. Um, We kind of put her in charge of just kind of managing them, managing the characters, organizing. So we had a meeting with Emily and we went through Honestly, we start this during recital retreat. We start, we kind of figure out like where, which it's obvious, like in the little Elsa's, we need Elsa to be in that. But we like to use the characters in multiple things. Like we have our Olaf snowy shuffle where we have like almost all the characters in there. Anyway, we kind of start during recital retreat, figuring out what we're going to do. And then as the year progresses, you know, our preschool teacher is like, when is Elsa doing this? <laughs> or I did this. So we need two people to pick up snowflakes and da, 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 da. So we got together with Emily. We went through everything. She made an awesome spreadsheet. So organized. With everything that they were doing. Every character's listed, every dance that they're in, every prop, which costume, because some of them don't have time to change for their full costume. So they're wearing a half costume. Right. (laughs) Something else that works for their character, but it's, it's, it's crazy. And then she did a Google form that she sent out to all of them to get their availability for rehearsals after she got their availability she scheduled rehearsals for the days that it worked best she had them come into those classes at least once or twice prior to dress rehearsal to make sure that they do it and then i think we had one final like little rehearsal at least for the elsa's and olaf snowy shuffle right before dress rehearsal and then because we have 10 shows we have 10 classes of elsa's and we have 10 classes of olaf's so they were able to do that at dress rehearsal 10 10 times (laughs) and it worked out great and we well they didn't all because of their school schedules they couldn't come to every single thing but most of them most most of them came to to all of them and it worked out really 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 awesome i mean it was it's way more organized and pulled together than than honestly even than it is at dress rehearsal yes to be perfectly honest a lot of times we're still figuring things out there and we still may add a thing here that here and there but having it all done and then again having the parents right in front of them put them they they really understood that it's i'm like on stage right now even though i'm in the studio yeah so that was so that was that was really really great and i'm i'm really excited to see it all come together yeah so even if you don't have characters in your show there's there's got to be some portion of your show that you could give one of your faculty members the job of helping take something off your plate that that was a huge thing that came off of our plate Mm -hmm. and it's all pretty much perfect right now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. w- w- that's one less thing we're worrying about and losing sleep over at night yeah. because we know it's been so organized. Yeah, it worked Well great. organized. So we hope that sharing some of these things that, that we've done will help you guys out. And I am certain that we will be updating you later in the summer on how everything goes in the next week. We, like, like I said, we are about to be in show week, uh, moving into our venue this weekend. But we did want to say that we are officially signing off for a little bit. We will be taking a podcast hiatus for the month of June to have some much needed rest and relaxation. We hope you guys are doing the same. But we will be back in July. Don't you worry. Yes, we hope everybody is feeling really great about their shows and your season. We, as dance studio owners have overcome so much this year. And it's really been so inspiring to me to see what everyone is doing for their shows. Like I've been watching like what all of you guys are doing on social media. Concert venues popping up and roller skating rinks. Like so many cool things. I mean, I'm literally, I'm impressed by every single thing. I think all of us have had different challenges and especially based on the region or the state that you're in you have had different challenges than we've had, you know, or maybe we've had different challenges than you've had. But I think that it's been really, really cool to see how everyone in our industry 
is so creative and you guys are all doing really, really amazing things to make it all work. So we are very optimistic that we are all going to be back better than ever for the 2021-2022 season. Um, And we really hope that you guys are all taking some time off too because you deserve it. 100%. Thank you guys so much for all of your support with our podcast. And we will be back with more fun and new podcasts later this summer. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rhythm Dance Center to see all that is going on at the studio and our shows and then at Confetti on the Dance Floor to hear about what is happening for us this summer which will include some new product launches and so much more. Yes, so we will be back in July. Happy summer and happy recital time. Bye. Bye.